There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat and four sides, mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corn, or beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding, amazing. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go, go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info you thought that was funny you were laughing like a hyena when he said it what the hell is wrong with you good morning everybody hello there welcome to thursday it's thursday already it's 5 45 my name is john holmberg there's brady bogan there's brett fesley there's big dick toledo this is a perfect morning uh, and the morning sickness. It is absolutely beautiful outside. There's a rooster crowing outside. I feel like we went back to Guadalupe. I went outside to <laughs> grab something. I'm like, I hear a rooster crowing. I had PTSD flashbacks to the Guadalupe building where we'd hear roosters, and then a pit bull would quickly eat that rooster, and a person on meth would come by. Did you by deny and, Jesus three times? <laughs> uh, I've done that a lot more than three times, okay. so I'm thinking this morning? No, that, that rooster should have crowed about 3.30 in the evening. Yeah, no way. I deny Jesus before bed. I say prayers against it. So, yeah, it's very strange. But, yeah, the rooster outside kind of threw me off a little bit. Uh, Brett showed us pictures of last night's thing at Hooters. Holy Moses. Oh, my God. Standing room only. That is. So Hooters has to be like the happiest place in the world or miserable, understaffed. I think I think it's a little of both. I mean, I'm sure they're thrilled with everybody that rolled out last night, but I don't think they were expecting that. Yeah, well, that's the most crowded thing I've ever seen. That yeah. was amazing. And the drinking team came by. Arizona drinking team crushed it. We <laughs> they went through the first uh, let me the first keg wow. before eight o'clock, and I was there at seven. Okay, so then, so is first King Chavez gone at the Mesa location? I'm not. sure. I didn't get a final report on the second. They had to re- they had to tap another keg. That was their goal. Yeah, they they crushed it. In literally less than an hour, all wow. all the glasses were gone in three minutes. Wow! So they and showed up. Yeah, there was they, a line when you showed up. Yo, it was ridiculous. Damn I'm gonna right. I'm gonna post pictures uh, in a little bit. But uh, one of the guys, this guy Rick, he uh, he decided he was gonna buy a Hooters outfit, like the ones that the girls wear. There. <laughs> oh, no. So he went in the back, put the booty shorts on, and and uh, put the shirt on, and wanted to have everybody donate money to him to sign his body. So oh, wow. they got a sharpie out and everything, and uh, he donated he donated all the money to the Arizona Humane Society. He didn't. And you have it. a pile of it right yeah, there, one hundred and five dollars. Holy just cow! From, nice. Just from this Somebody guy's giving body. a couple bucks out. How yeah, about this guy, that? Rick uh, Peterson or Pearson, I believe. Jeez, that's a great start for uh, Saturday. Yeah, we just put that in the bucket. How about that? Nuts. Awesome. That's incredible. Yeah, those. Uh, the drinking team was just amazing last night. Scotty Karate was out there. Scotty Karate, yeah. he's a lot. <laughs> Jimmy, he's he's great. Jimmy's he's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I like Jimmy a lot. Scotty Karate, I like, but he's a lot. Was and, he in underwear again? Uh, he changed into underwear yeah, and then yeah. changed into a Hooters outfit after a yeah, while. Yeah, that's, that's a natural progression. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> and that's uh, amazing. He's a clothes hound. And there are yeah, uh, yeah. He might be. Yeah, maybe that is the way to call it. I don't know what it's. He's a lot. A lot of outfits. He's a lot. They're uh, they're already planning next year's uh, water drop, and they already got two semis confirmed. Okay, good. So this is this is nuts. Maybe too much. They're amazing. Good. That's awesome. Yeah, that is great. So Arizona drinking team. Yeah, coming through. Glad we uh, joined up there. This is making our job easier for God's sakes. Huge. Uh, and great because it's just like this this weird wave of of uh, KUPD love is going on. It's uh, the drinking team loading oh, yeah. up our events and things like that. Our golf tournament selling out in like ten minutes, and feeling like wow, this is this is a nice little wave of of goodness. That's you know, and the, our, the way our old boss was, it's going to come to an end. It'll crash. So don't ride this too high. <laughs> it's like you get excited about it. You have that in the back of your head. Or it was some other reason why that happened. Well, it, yeah, or that. Yeah, that definitely. Like, well, it's not because anything you're doing. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. But I will say uh, four more KUPD winners yesterday in our Save a Bob 6K a Day contest. Four more of, four the, six of the six national winners were from KUPD. Phone ringing off the hook when I was sitting in there with Larry. Yesterday, about like uh, PDs from all the other stations are trying to figure out what's going on. They just don't know. And I'm like, Larry. Oh, so, and then the other thing, you know, that we had that winner we called, uh, was it yesterday? And uh, the guy's last name was Lewis. Mm-hmm. And I said, What are you going to do with the money? He goes, I'm going to buy new rims. And I'm like, Your name's Lewis. You don't sound Mexican. Why would you buy rims? And he goes, Oh, I'm, my mom's black. And I'm yeah. like, Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> so Larry's supposed to send those to the big wigs. Yeah. And he won't. <laughs> Why? Well, I'm not sending that. And I'm like, Larry. Be proud of the radio. Be proud of the morning show. That that that. You know, be proud of us. And he goes, "Oh, I can't. What if? What if it's a meeting where somebody in there is Mexican?" And I'm like, "Then you probably assume they've got awesome uh, rims on their car. That's what you think. And they're going to laugh hardest because they have a cousin or a nephew or a brother or another brother or probably twelve or thirteen brothers that have awesome wheels." And he goes, "Yeah, but it's." And I'm like, "And then he wasn't even Mexican. He was black." And he goes, "That makes it worse." And I'm like, "Larry, come on." He goes, the guy who had the throat cancer thing was great. Like, yeah. <laughs> Especially the part at the end where he said, uh, I, you can't get a fine bitch without a cool car. I said, yeah, you play that for the other PDs. They'll love that. <laughs> I don't know. He's hilarious. But, yeah, we were laughing about that. But four more KUPD winners because, like we said, the more you guys bombard this contest we're having, the more you just drill it, the better. Yesterday. Across the entire, I got to see the numbers, by the way, from the other stations oh, and yeah. what they're doing. Nobody breaches a thousand per like word. Yeah, no, no other station in the city is bumping over. We had like ten thousand for our first word. It's insane. Like, and it, there's a reason why you guys keep winning. So we're turning this national contest into a Phoenix contest. The odds in our Damn favor. Right. Yeah, and again, t- later today, I hope you'll indulge me uh, during the show. I've got to call all four KUPD winners. So Woody and uh, Tim and Neandermark can't uh, claim Phoenix winners because it's just us. We're the only ones doing it. And my competitive spirit is on high right now. I, am, I have got foot on throat disease, and I want to step and crush some trachs here in the radio world. This is the old school way of doing it. One of the reasons I got into it is because I was a baseball lunatic, and every uh, week your coach would give you stats on what you did right and wrong, pitching and all the And I don't get that in life anymore. I get ratings every Tuesday. That's a lot. That's nice. We get numbers. This is different. This is a way to show, oh, we're killing the opponent here, 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 and here. Oh, it's the best. It's, it's my exit velocity. It's my, uh, it's my launch angle, Brett. I'm getting into the details. <laughs> and then this guy emails and said, the reason the morning sickness is crushing it, uh, a 20% chance to win $1,000 and an 80% chance, you're telling the truth and not treating us like morons. 
we listen anyway as faithful listeners, uh, and we can help save a Bob up there in your corporate office. We will always win. Destroy all that aren't HMS and KUPD. See, this is the type of attitude I need from all the listeners. I need you all to be kind of odd-like cult members that will kill for me. That's all I care about in this job. (laughs) Eventually, I may need you to do that. I may call on all of you to slaughter in my honor. It might be pushing it just for now. Play the app contest. Play the app contest. No, Brady. It's not maybe a little. It's still in there. Don't you don't see that's the type type of stuff I have around me that makes me want to prove you. Oh, I'll show you slaughter. Don't throw the maybe a little. Now I'm now I'm angry and I want slaughters. And you might be the first one. <laughs> I might turn them on you. Yeah. No. Right now we're just focused on crushing the app contest, and that's we got to do it. So at seven o'clock, uh, we'll start giving you the word. And everybody's emailing me that Larry doesn't give it out out a lot. Uh, we're getting on him for that, so don't worry about. it. We're just going to keep doing it. We're, we're Seven o'clock, the word comes out. I don't know what it is yet. Toledo will give it to me soon. We'll tell you. Knock it out again. Four out of the six people nationally coming from our station. Awesome. Awesome work all morning long. Incredible. Larry was all worried, like, I play those calls that you do, and next thing you know, some program director in in Washington is mad because you said something, and they're all woke. So what? I'm like, yeah, well. Tough. Yeah, tough. Because I don't care. Pull the numbers we pull. Although, the woke police, are, uh, they woke up this week as well. They're all over everybody. They sure got, are. They got uh, Jack Morris. I don't know if you saw that. Jack Morris. Of the the uh, pitcher? The former pitcher of the yeah, Tigers. Tigers uh, yeah. uh, also twins, if I remember right. right yeah. Uh, great pitcher. Hall of Famer. I think he went in just a few years ago. Jack Morris, one of the, uh, as a baseball fan, if you remember uh, the Twins uh, Brave Series, the guy pitched like 11 innings. He was the last guy to ever go in the World Series. He just you couldn't put him out. And he stayed uh, right there in the game, extra innings. They won it like one to nothing or two to one to win the series. It was an amazing, amazing performance. Uh, and Jack Morris is a legend, and he's a broadcaster for the Tigers. And uh, a couple days ago, they were calling a game against the Angels, and this magnificent uh, Shohei Otani is playing for the Angels. He's leading the league in home runs. He's a Cy Young candidate. The guy's pitching is, 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 is outrageous. He's MVP and Cy Young candidate. Yeah, I all mean, of it. And, yeah. one. and he could, yeah, and they would give that award double to him. I don't know if they're going to do that, but they should for the yeah. American League because what he's doing is unbelievable. Would that be the first time? First time. Yeah. Well, Babe Ruth, they didn't I have it so. back before then, yeah. so they didn't have like a Cy Young yeah, award. But Babe, Ruth, one, yeah. Babe yep. Ruth would have been the only one. He's the first guy to ever lead the league in home runs and pitch to the guy in second when he pitched to Vlad Guerrero Jr. the other day. It's, it's outrageous. It's, it's modern-day Babe Ruth. You don't see things like this in, uh, in sports. It's, it's incredible. Uh, and so he's uh, in there, and they're talking about, during the broadcast of the Tigers game, the Tigers booth saying, uh, the play-by-play guy says stuff like, uh, you know, uh, you got this scenario that pops up, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then Shohei Otani comes up, what are you going to do? And Jack Morris pauses and goes, well, you'd have to be very, very careful. Ooh. That's it. Giggles, laugh. <laughs> Ninth inning starts. All right, folks. Uh just want to let you know that what I said, I didn't want to offend the entire Asian community and uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm so sorry. Blah, blah, blah. Well, he's been indefinitely suspended. Oh, come on. Yeah, he's indefinitely suspended his, uh, for what's being called his uh, deeply disappointing commentary on the Asian people, which I don't believe is what happened at all. But he said, uh, it's, it, I'm not, pretty funny, actually. Said uh, Shohei's coming to the plate, and it's been brought to my attention. I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody, especially in the Asian community. 
for what I said about pitching and being careful to Shohei Otani. I didn't intend for this to be an offensive thing, and I apologize uh, if it was. I certainly respect and have the utmost respect for this guy, and I don't blame a pitcher for walking him. You can't have a job anymore. And to the Asian community, I say, none of you were mad. Settle down. This no. is no big deal. This isn't true racism. This is a, a poorly placed like uh, uh, comment. Big deal. Some of your accents a, are a funny. A bigoted comment? Yeah. Yeah, so guess, no, yeah, so no, uh, you, can't, you can't do the thing where you open your eyes real wide and we can't do our thing where we squint our eyes real big and then you can't do a, hey, Joel, how are you doing? When you do our voice and we can't have any fun with you and you can't have any fun with us because that's what we're becoming, a divided nation of people saying, don't, you know, we're supposed to be a melting pot, I thought, where we actually acknowledged and noticed other people's, you know, whatever. And he wasn't, yeah. you know, it wasn't, uh, I guess by, uh, you know, hindsight standards, inappropriate. But nobody was mad. And if that, that is not what racism is, and there's been no jump in it because of him. And everybody, you can be uncomfortable with it all day. But you know what? Quit being so goddamn uptight and get your life in order and settle down. If somebody says something you don't like, grow some duck feathers for Christ's sake and move on with your day. Stop liking Jack Morris as an individual. If you're like, that Jack Morris says things I don't like. Okay. But did he offend every Asian out there? Is this blanket statement true of everyone? No. I know plenty of Asians. Uh, who think it's hilarious the way uh, you know a- Asians talk? That show fresh off the boat. The title alone should be yeah. insulting. And I didn't see them getting mad. I watched the promos for that Aquafina show on Comedy Central. Oh my God, are they playing on stereotypes to get laughs on that thing? So knock it off. How can Joe Coy be the biggest comedian ever? In the Asian community, I mean all of them. I went to Joe Coy's show at the Celebrity Theater. I didn't know Phoenix had that many. And he can point them out by type. I just think they're all Asians, which may be the right. biggest thing I don't know. Like the most bigoted I am. But he his knows following Fili- is Filipino. Well, he knows Filipino. Yeah. He knows uh, uh, Vietnamese. He know- and he, at the, it, part of his two-hour show, a good 45 minutes, was him pointing out how each one sounds different than the other. And everyone was in hysterics. So Jack Morris said, be very, very careful. Hilarious. Because guess what? You guys mix up R's and L's. It's a thing. It's a thing. Sorry. It's a thing. Doesn't mean I hate you. Same way Brady messes up words all the time. He's, he, he's worse than a guy who just got here from Japan as far as trying to speak English. We've made a career out of it. Everybody needs to. I'm damn good at it. Everybody needs to lighten the F up. Jack Morris didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I'm the guy that laughs at that more than anyone else. I just know you would that, do that. That, in that a would happen heart. on a broadcast right now, sports right. broadcast. You can't do that. Well, you can. No, that's the problem. The, the problem is we're falling into the trap of I saying, know. "Don't do it. Don't do it." Instead of being normal people saying, "I do it to settle down. It's nothing." Yeah. We're saying, I just know it's wrong. The second we start, the normal people start. They jumped on it so fast. Well, yeah, because people will sit and go, they're afraid. Like you're saying, what you're saying is, I just know it's wrong to do on dot, dot, dot. No, it's not. I know it's going to cancel now. Well, well, You think you do. Push push into a wall. That's it. Then you have to just be you. Was he malicious? Was he being angry? Did he say anything that was like, these people shouldn't work here? No. It was just, it it was sort of an innocent, bad joke. You don't laugh, you laugh, whatever, you move on. If you hate Jack Morris now, hate him independently. But it can't be this giant swath of he's out forever. Yeah. Because tell me one person, black, white, Mexican, anything else, who hasn't done an accent of another person. 
ever and tell me you're not guilty of, of, of maybe making an inappropriate. Oh, I didn't do it during a broadcast. Neither did he. And, and what needs to happen is more people need to say what I'm saying out loud rather than be afraid of it and sit back and go, yep, what he did was wrong. You can't do that during those moments. Sure you can. Sure you can. If it becomes an agreed, like what Tom Brenneman did, you're like, oh, boy, that's, gonna be, that's a slur. That's really bad. He still got – the punishment was way bigger than the crime. Yeah. Way bigger than the crime. But you can understand that one because it's like, And he like, wasn't oh. even putting it out there – on you know it, that makes purpose, it worse. That us. makes it worse because then then you become phony. Well, it's like us. I mean, here in, if the mics were up the whole time, we were worried about that right. recording. Oh, we got well, yeah, because we I got. I mean, rules. you're talking about topics and stuff, and all of a sudden, I'm truly not re- really worried about the topics. I'm worried about the language because we say terrible things, and if that yeah. ends up on the FCC, can get rid of us. They have rules that make sense, and somehow or another, one of them leaked out on our podcast, and we're like. And nothing was bad except for I said the C word about 35 times, and that'll get you bounced. And I know that rule. I may not like it, but I know it. Yeah. That makes sense. The problem Brenneman had was he apologized and called a home run in the middle of it, made him seem even less interested in what he was apologizing about. And people were like, oh, this guy's a dick. That's what he Insensitive. He, he got canceled for being a dick. That was it. Period. But the faster us normal people sit back and say the words, it, it wasn't a big deal. He apologized. Move on. It wasn't a big deal. The faster all this stops. Because the more we're like, well, I just know in certain situations you can't There's the tough part of it. Why? Uh, The tough part is saying, okay, that wasn't a big deal. And and you have to be able to do it. it, And it needs to be everything then. But that's the problem. Nothing's everything. Everybody wants to put a blanket over it. No, but I'm saying that's a big deal. Because one is a big big deal to someone else right that doesn't mean it's not i mean just because it's not a big deal to you exactly individually it yeah. can be a big deal like i said as an individual you do not represent your entire race i do not represent all swedish uh, white people i do not i represent me and me only in this setting a little bit kupd yeah. that's it so somebody says something that offends me i'm not going to go okay that's every bald guy in the world now has a beef with you and i'm going to call uh, no it's me. I was the one offended. I have to deal with my own emotions, and that's it's. We've gotten ridiculous with the well. If it's a big deal to one person, that entire community's been hurt, and that's not true. Yep, we absolutely untrue. And, and we have to sit back and be more. Again, like I've always said, the leading cause of racism is race. That's it. The more you try to just glom into your one homogenized group of people that all thinks and does the exact same thing, you have caused racism. The second you step away and go, no, that's kind of stupid, or have your own independent opinion, then you're an individual. You're a human being, and that's what we're shooting for. You can't meld uh, cultures and then say, but you can't be part of mine. You can't, I can't like, like the surfing thing in the Olympics when the Hawaiian people, one Hawaiian guy got mad and said, a white woman won the gold in surfing. That's ours. It's like, so we're not allowed to do that. We're not allowed to eat Mexican food. We're not allowed to try your thing. We liked your thing. You brought it to us. We loved it. Uh, you should be ashamed of your own people that a white woman did win it if you're if it's yours if if it bothers you that much the problem isn't that a white woman did it it's that you've been doing it longer than her and she came along and won it so that's the whole point of the, I the olympics I wonder if that would have been um switched around in this situation if he, the guy's name's Jack right or Jack the, Jack Morris, Jack Morris. Yeah. yeah if it was a hispanic player and the question you know and he answered it in a if you did it in Japanese and, accent, I'd no, laugh my ass off. No, in a Mexican. <laughs> if he'd or said, very, very you know, carefully. Hey, be careful, yeah, Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Turn out to get the get Yeah, if you right. If you would have uh, be if, careful, Holmes. Would that have gotten the same? Don't know. And what if it was a black player? I don't then he know. He throws an accent in there, yeah. and well, I mean, well, let me ask this: there are and differences. He does that. Well, because the different no, the difference with that is, is that that has been proven throughout time to be minstrel, which okay. was designed in racism. That's it. All right. I so mean, the so other if one, if, if he decided, one no, if he decided bill. to say no, because we didn't do minstrel shows. In Asian face. I mean, we had them, and we think they're wrong. Please. But, I mean, you got Mickey Rooney and stuff. But we didn't go out of our way, although they were poorly treated. The Chinese poorly were poorly treated. treated. They, I mean, an accent okay. of a person who sounds like that is an accent. A derogatory term or something when you're like, ooh, boy, when you just use poor English for somebody from America, yeah, you're being derogatory. Now, that's a difference. I mean, Shohei Otani has an accent. Be very, very careful. Yeah, it's offensive in its own way. But was it racist to the point of, like, causing riots in the streets? No. No. Does it again? The the punishment has to fit the crime. We have to settle down and say, Jack, maybe a little out of line, and I'll go with that. A little out of line. Probably shouldn't have done it. You did it. No big deal. Don't do it again. That's it. But we're but you, the but overreaction. Absolutely. Bob Brenly's do rag comment. Yeah, they got him kicked off the air for a couple. We got to settle down. Still hilarious. It's it is hilarious. Yeah. It's like you think Tom Seaver wore that do rag has a picture with a do rag. Good on. Yeah, Marcus, I'm not sure if he could pull that. Marcus off. Stroman. Yeah. You think it's the same one Tom Seaver used to wear? Marcus Stroman looked silly to Bob Brinley in that do rag. I've seen plenty of people who wear uh, do rags, and I think they look dumb. Yeah, I don't care what color you are; I think they're kind of stupid. Yes, inappropriate, sure, but we can't cancel everybody. This Mike Richards guy for Jeopardy did a podcast ten years ago called Random R A N D U M B, and now he's the host of Jeopardy. Somebody went back and listened and heard him call his co-host. A couple of names. Uh, they're irreverent friends. They've been pals forever. But uh, I have it right here. On the random show, he said to his co-host, have you ever taken booby pictures when they talked about uh, celebrity leaked photos? That is an egregious offense. <laughs> uh, then later he said, uh, on Halloween, women dress like hookers. He's, that's derogatory to all women. Uh he said, Especially for the ones in that profession. A former employee uh, who took up baking got gigantic after she took up baking, after a conversation about baking and what it does. Didn't name names, didn't say anything else. Anybody who bakes, gigantic, fat, and useless, according to this article. Uh, there are tons more comments like that of the same ilk, according to The Ringer. Uh, Mike made the biggest mistake. It's humbling to confront a terribly embarrassing moment of time in my life. Misjudgment, thoughtlessness, and in, uh, insensitivity for, from nearly a decade ago. Looking back now, no excuse, of course, for the comments I made on this podcast. It was intended to be a series of irreverent conversations between longtime friends who had a history of joking around. And with the passage of time, it's become more clear. My attempts to be funny and provocative are unacceptable. I have removed all episodes. Another thing he said, uh, uh, what was the other thing? He called a... Uh, his co-host, a booth hoe, that offends all women, even though he's talking to one person, and she seemed fine with it. Uh, and he said booth slut. So anybody who's ever said the word hoe and slut in the past, no longer allowed to have a job. If you try to get a promotion, there's somebody who doesn't want you to have that promotion that can now go back in your history and go, he once said hoe. He hates every woman that walks the earth. It's the Taliban. And they're joking it's around, crazy. so I wonder if SNL cancels, you know, the old ones. No. With Jane Curtin and Dan Aykroyd. Jane, you ignorant slut. Yeah.
Yep, that means Can't do that it. means Dan Aykroyd has had no chance to grow from that. Yep, and hated all women in the '70s and still to this day. And the Chevy Chase Richard Pryor job interview. That is one of the funniest things and most Hilarious. irreverent, poignant, satirical comic pieces of all time. They can never rerun it. No, but it is on YouTube. I've watched yeah. it several times. Yeah, it's ridiculous. No more Don Rickles. Uh, Freddie wrote in, the crazy part about this Morris thing is that Asians most likely don't have a problem with it. It's some white people yeah, trying to it. be woke because they need to prove they're not racist. 100% right. It's always white people because we're the most afraid. Yeah. We're the most afraid because we're the guilty party. We're the ones who enslaved. We're the ones who did all the damage. So now, generations later, without, you know, without batting an eye, we're so quick to apologize and say, oh, yeah, that, that – and it's more racist to say that probably offended all of them. They're all so weak-minded. They don't have strength in their own heads to get over this. So that probably offended the weak, feeble-minded Asian who can't hear a joke against uh, anything. That may may have offended them. And uh, all of them are now uh, suspect uh, to, uh, you know, crimes. They're, they're probably now going to be uh, or subject to crimes. They're probably all going to be attacked because it's Asian hate. Settle down. Settle the F down. It drives me well, nuts. Well, look forward to more vanilla in the broadcast booth. Right. Well, this is why Dax Shepard and uh, Kristen Bell have that pie-in-the-face show on NBC. Everybody's scared to death to try to be creative or funny. And then if they step out of line and they don't even realize, what did I just do? What did I just say or do? Yeah. Now, if Jack Morris went up there for no reason, went, hoobity, hoobity, doobity, this black player's about to take it, you'd be like, Jesus Christ. What's... We all know the difference. Yep. The problem is you're going to start trying to draw lines going, it's the same as this. And when you do this, it's the same as that. Homogenizing all thought without nuance is the problem we have, and we're getting worse. So we need voices out there to scream out, shut up, knock it off. Stop being so woke. Start understanding. Eh, slip up, no big deal. Don't do it again is enough. But being up in arms at every goddamn thing. Mike Richards, the host of Jeopardy. I didn't want him to host Jeopardy. I thought Joe Buck was much better. A couple other people probably too. LeVar Burton, when the most recent I thought poll, he was they, wa- they wanted a, he was as off. far as polling people. They just came out with that today. He was one of the, the worst results ones. results came in. I watched loads of it, and he was one of the worst ones. But you know what? If they hired LeVar Burton, so be it. My, my choice is not to scream about what they didn't do and how against it I was. I watch, and if I don't like it anymore, I don't watch. Simple. I'm not up in arms that they hired Blossom. I'll still watch. I don't want her to host Jeopardy. I love Jeopardy. I watch it all the time. I love it. I'm not going to enjoy. I don't care for Mayim Bialik's work in the past. That's all I have to judge it off of. Maybe she's super pleasant. I don't want to look at Mayim Bialik hosting Jeopardy. Just don't. And I'll say why. I want a man hosting Jeopardy, Brady. And I don't know if that's insensitive or not, but I want a male to give me that kind of information. <laughs> no, I mean, there was the, the Robin Roberts was amazing from Good Morning America when she hosted Jeopardy. I thought she's, she's a front runner. Has to be. Katie Couric was terrible at it. I thought she'd be better. She was absolutely dreadful. And people are saying Aaron Rodgers, but he was awful too. But yeah, they give it to Mike Richards, and then they dig through a podcast called Random. This dude was the executive producer of The Price is Right. What did you expect? Kissinger? Yeah. <laughs> it drives me bananas, but all this woke nonsense. And we're, Brady, we're the, we're the ones that have to be on the same uh, boat saying, eh, settle down. Because the second you start saying, oh, you can't do that there, you can't do that there, then the the then the... The puddle grows. Yep. And then they say, oh, you can't say that as a waiter. Oh, you can't do that as a Safeway clerk. Oh, you can't do that in your free time. I heard them say something I didn't like at the table next to me. I'm going to call someone. And then it leaks out like, oh, my God. They get, 
did you call someone the homo F word? Yeah, but I was at a dinner at the Olive Garden. Pretty sure that was what was going on between me and – yeah, but the people at the table next to you heard. And Now i got to ask some questions like why? They're eavesdropping. Wasn't that – didn't that used to be the offensive thing? Yeah. Listening in on people's conversations? Yeah. yeah. Again, this goes back to my original deal. Cancel your stupid social media because it's going to get used against you eventually. It almost always does. Ten years from now, uh, posting wacky, funny things about ants marching in a line in your backyard might become offensive, Brady. And look at what you've done. Look at what you've done to the ant people. There might Let be alone a, the rest of us. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get his thing canceled. <laughs> they're, yeah, let's focus on things that deserve to be canceled for being awful. I don't care if it's racist. I'm going to call it racist. Brady's page is racist. <laughs> it's the worst thing on the internet. It needs to be stopped. Focus on real things. I mean, I think the majority of people that heard Jack Morris's comment went, oh, geez, come on, settle down. You can get over it. That's the thing. That's the thing where I think we've lost it. Chris Rock used to say that's like your grandpa knew racism. You don't know racism. And that's the thing. I think most things you can kind of get over aren't really racist. They're just kind of a little uncomfortable for a second. And if Jack Morris makes a habit of this, he got something. Like if he does a full like coolie hat and pulls his eyes back and starts going, sorry, oh, Tony, come to bed. Oh, go, go. And you're like, all right, Jack, you've lost your mind. This is no good. But you can see the difference. He, he made, a, he made a, a blue joke to the ears of like five people that didn't like it. But he can't work anymore. This legend is now not, not allowed to work. Until, the whole time he's been spewing stuff like that. Remember how awful it was? Remember what Bob Brenly did with the do-rag and how it was just the worst thing in the world and I can't believe Bob Brenly He's in the booth again. So you weren't really that mad, whoever was mad. Well, he, he went to sensitivity training. He's sensitivity okay now. He's, right. he's safe. Chicago. Mm. He listened to Chicago for a week. And uh, that was it. It's the stu- we're in the stupidest time we've ever been alive. Sticks and stones, people. And there, yeah, Scott Haynes says, ask Otani how he feels about it. Because I guarantee you people been in that locker room with him have some great stories about him and things he jokes about, about American culture or things he goofs on. And I guarantee you there's a few guys in there that do an Otani impression because you get close to somebody like that and you start doing those things. They were all over him for still using an interpreter when he speaks. They're like, I've heard him with his teammates. He speaks English all the time. And then when he talks to the press, he has an interpreter because he doesn't want to deal with you guys, which is hilarious. That's great. He and the interpreter might be pulling the wool over everybody's eyes. And he might be going, which means, really, uh, tell these cracker-ass pieces of sh- I have nothing to say to them. And he goes, Shohei, very uh, excited to play tonight against uh, legend uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Which translates to, uh, you and I hope your wife's fall off. Uh, Shohei, very happy to pitch and hit ball. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Shohei. What a guy. I hope that's what he's doing. Anyway. Gonna give him audio they've never heard before. I'm tired of it. It's time this ended. Take real problems and make real problems. We act like America's so hard to live in. Are you watching the Afghanistan thing? The Taliban? <laughs> We're going Sharia law. Women can go to school till they're 10 and anybody else gets caught doing that. Dude on TV last night's like, this is what the Taliban did to me for not answering their questions. Held up his hand. All his fingers have been cut off. And he held up oh, his other hand. All his fingers are cut off. This was just because I – it was information I honestly didn't know. But they said I was working with Americans, so they cut a finger off each time I wouldn't answer. 
So he's got six left. Well, so that's he gave him his six version answers. of the he gave, story. He gave him six. Yeah, that's right, Brady. <laughs> yeah. that, now, what I've done is I'm just offensive to all Taliban's. I've made them all the same. Yep. There's a few sensitive good ones. I, they haven't stepped up. <laughs> just waiting. I've not heard one Taliban guy go, come on, with the finger cutting. Can we find a new method? No. So you think it's real tough to be here because you hear, you hear naughty words now and again. And it's a, this country sucks. Get off your knee, put your hand over your heart, and watch that flag for a minute and just be happy you're not getting chopped up because you want to go to school. Or you said something and you lose your life. Right. Or you just didn't know your neighbor well enough to know. Like, I'd be killed by the Taliban in a heartbeat because I don't know if Michael and Troy were working with another country. So if the Taliban's knocking on my door, all right, you live right next door, you tell me about your... I'm like, no, they're gay. You're probably going to be mad at that. Otherwise, I really don't have anything on them. Did they work with the Americans? I don't know. I don't. Their I don't, house is spotless. They, they, they're very clean. Their pool is shaped like a dick. That's hilarious and just coincidence. What do you look good? Chopping fingers. Why are you chopping my fingers off? I don't know that. I don't get to know my. I don't know my neighbors' names next to. Well, you're a liar. Everyone knows their neighbors. I'm, I don't. <laughs> I'd get crushed by them. I don't know anything about that stuff. But yeah, calm it down, everybody who thinks this is the worst place on the planet. John, I am a Navajo. I laugh every time you do the Native American voice. That's comedy. I can laugh at myself. Chief Double Down, where are you? Yeah, Chief Double Down had to stop because they were going to take money away. But we still do them every once in a while, but just not normally. But that is exactly how some of the Natives I've spoke to have talked. (laughs) And I find dialects fascinating. It used to be called a talent. It used to be something like, wow, that guy can do like 6,000 accents. Now I'm a racist in 6,000 directions. I am the fastest kid on the reservation. I can run and play basketball with the best of them, so long as nobody on the court is black. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's how the Navajo basketball <laughs> tournaments all work. They play each other because they don't dare go down to South Phoenix and try. No. Our team from Chinle is going to play uh, something called South Mountain. Oh, my God. Don't do it. Why? Are some of them black? Well, they're almost all black. Okay, we quit. <laughs> but wait there. Day off. Hilarious. Hilarious. It used to be called something that would, it used to be a career. It used to, literally, it was a voiceover career. How many yeah. accents do they used to ask me that when I worked at Premier? How many accents do you do? I don't, I, name it. I'm pretty sure I can knock it out. And then that was the old jokes like French. No, don't do that one. German. No. And the guy's like, really? And I'm like, just play it around. That's Phil Hartman's audition for Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I'm the man of a million voices. Throw an accent out and I can do all of them. No question about it. And somebody in the crowd goes, uh, Filipino. Don't do that one. Uh, English, no sir. Yeah, that one's that one's kind of evaded me. Boston, oh, that's another toughie. Pick, pick another one. <laughs> you I name it, I can do. The it. man of a thousand voices used to be impressive. Now you can't have a job. But don't you worry, people. I'll keep doing it until they tell me I can't. And then I'll go work at the casino as a 1970s comic who does man of a thousand voices. Man of a thousand appropriate voices. Now it is. <laughs> Uh, can you do a Japanese accent? I sure can. Welcome to Panda Express. It's not even <laughs> Japanese. That's the fun of it. Do you like sushi? Oh, you do them all with uh, accents that have assimilated. Of course I do. I can't do their real accents. That's called racism now. You could be the u- ultimate showstopper up there at the casinos. I have a, a black guy who emails me and he goes, your black accent is better than most of my black friends. <laughs> He's like, you have, when, when, you know, when you all talk about you get down and I really want to get into that stuff, man. You can really just get it. And he's like, man, I have black people that don't sound that black in my life, in my family. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but thank you. 
<laughs> I'll take the compliment. Yeah, man. Thanks a lot, yo. I mean, my family says it to you about when you do the Brady thing. They're like, man, we can't tell the difference. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> it. Now, yours is an offensive stereotype of you. It is. I know. It's, it's, it's girly. It's too high-pitched. It's childlike. But people still think it's you because it's been created, and it's beautiful. It's a gift. Brett and the Italian thing? Got to hand it to the Italians. None of them are mad at it. They think it's no. great we attack Brett with it. It's hilarious. Keep, keep doing it. Yeah. Don't stop. Because it's, yeah, people, nobody's this sensitive. I don't know who these sensitive people are, but it's time we stepped on their throats, too. Anyway, I'm off my soapbox. It's driving me nuts. Now they're all coming up. Mexican here. I miss Casa Lander. Where is he? Casa Lander's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> you guys know. <laughs> If our, if uh, you know, look, it's just that's a hilarious one that two dude that a dude with two still two leaf, leaf blowers leaf. attached to his back shooting up over LAX, and, and they it, can't track him down during the time of of the boys where Homelander was replaced by because it's an inner it's a Mexican neighborhood where they can't figure out where this guy <laughs> is floating over the LAX. That's hilarious. Good comedy can't die; it just has to kick the teeth in of the people who are trying to kill it, and that's all there is to it. Malice is the difference between racism and a joke. And if you can't get that, you're the dumb one. Period. If you don't understand there was no malicious intent, then it was just a misstep and you're an idiot. You're a sensitive baby. And if, and if what I'm saying right now is bothering you, turn it because it's going to get worse. That's it. And you won't be able to win 1000 bucks. It's 7 o'clock. So you're an idiot twice. We're talking to a probably a, a pretty massive audience right now at 621. I guarantee you nobody's mad. No. Nobody. We just have to pretend to be mad or we're one of them. That thing they did to Bob Brenly when they started getting mad at Steve Berthume and Tom Brenneman when they got mad. Why didn't anybody else in the booth say you should go? Why didn't anybody else in that booth stop Tom Brenneman right then and there from saying those words? They're all culpable. Uh, you know, because people talk like that. People say dirty words to each other. And uh, in the comfort of friends, you say really inappropriate things. So go f- yourself. You got to have your outlets. Yeah. And whether it's an inappropriate word that isn't meant to be uh, out in social settings. Yeah, we all do it. So next question. Yeah, but he said it and it got recorded. Yeah, that's an unfortunate misstep. He should have been more careful. And for that, he should probably get in trouble. But other than that, it happens in every setting, everywhere. Every- Mormon families do it. They're probably the most judgy ones. I hate those Mormons. <laughs> uh, give us a wake-up song. Uh, 585-9800. A good one. And we'll start it to, uh, real strong. Screaming good things. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell? 98. I'm not cool with this at all. KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.